Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the cream de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. <laughs> Almost lost it there for a second. You know, it's like uh, you're just trying to keep up with it. Anyways, hey, Nave, whatever. Oh, hello. I'm still, I'm still sick. Yeah, this is only... Um, Less than a week since our last episode, so Nave is still recovering. He did not die at the end of uh, the last episode. Managed to hang in there. I got my COVID test back, though, and I tested positive, so one more for the chapters, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, apparently. Only, you know, I, I haven't gotten it because I'm built different, but you know. <laughs> it's just, it's just been, it's taken it so long to get around to me, even though... I'm a mailman, and I'm just like, I, my life never changed, ever. Like, it, my life has only gotten harder since all the COVID stuff. But finally, here it is. And it was my mom that gave it to me. It wasn't even, like, an old lady walking up to me, which happens, like, 30 times a day. Or an old man <laughs> that's, like, cleaning his yard without his shirt on. And he goes, oh, thank God, the mail. And he runs up to his mailbox, <laughs> but I'm, like, seven houses down. So... He, I'm just watching him get as I get closer and closer to him, and he's just, just waiting with anticipation. And I just give him one piece of junk mail, and he's just like, "Oh man!" <laughs> and he turns around. Like, this is a new occurrence. It wasn't any of those guys? Are these people really out there waiting for their mail? Oh yeah, there's one guy in particular. Now this guy's an anomaly for me. Like I've never seen this before. But the moment I pull up, he immediately opens his door and sprints to the fucking mailbox every single day and it's the strangest phenomenon and he is so quiet like this place gets like packages like every couple of days so sometimes i'm like in in my truck looking for a package and i turn around and he is just leaning over the mailbox just trying to see into my truck just trying to see what packages he has is the it is the weird he's the weirdest fucking guy but honestly i'm starting to I'm starting to take him for granted because sometimes he's got packages that won't fit in the mailbox. And then since he's there, he takes them. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's now I don't have to get out. It's so nice. It's not bad. Usually he doesn't, though. Usually he's just there to get his junk mail. <laughs> you know, as a person that receives a lot of junk mail, I can understand that. I can't wait for those sweet Burger, Burger King uh, coupons and... Whatever else I get, I don't know. It's all trash. It just goes, yeah, goes straight <laughs> into the trash. Yeah, this is my mail right here, ready to go into the trash. <laughs> a bunch of magazines and shit. I'm getting yeah. a bunch of junk mail from a, a, some lady. Let me see. This Bed Bath and Beyond's probably Ashley McCrutchen. Fix your fucking address. I'm tired of getting your shit. <laughs> God, so all stupid. Right. Anyways, we're, we this are a video mundane intro we've ever done in our in our podcast history. We are a video gaming podcast, so that's enough mail chat. Let's talk about some game chat. Nave, you put some letters in the notes. I don't know what they mean. It's just Yakuza. Okay. I'm almost oh, done. Yakuza like a dragon. Okay. Yeah, why lad? I'm almost done with the game. 
I'm do, I'm at that point where I'm going back and just doing side content now. So that's pretty. It's pretty nice. Um, there's this side mission where you take your friends to a movie theater. To there's this movie theater that shows old Japanese movies, but your, your main character Ichiban uh, thinks they're so boring that they always put him to sleep. So the side mission is to uh, fight off sheep-headed uh, men going woo 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 woo, trying to put you to sleep. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like wiggling their arms like noodles, shooting Z's at him. And uh, that's the whole. So the whole movie, you're just trying to keep yourself asleep, awake instead of uh, passing out. So that's what I just got done doing. Sounds like fun. How much longer do you think you got in it? Well, if I wanted to get like all the achievements, I probably have about a hundred hours left. But I don't think I want to do that. But I'm gonna do as much as I can. Like I think I'm gonna finish the go karts, and I think I'm gonna finish the. There's a mini game where you drive a shopping cart and you collect cans for the recycling because your character's oh, that's homeless nice. at the beginning of the game. Oh no. <laughs> and uh yeah, that that's a mission I think I'm going to go ahead and go do cuz that game, that one's kind of fun too. It's kind of like a Mario Kart. Even though there's a legit like Mario Kart like mini game. But the Mario Kart mini game is more like uh Crash Team Racing <laughs> more than Mario yeah. Kart. Well, speaking of Crash Team Racing and Microsoft, uh, I finished my weekly Halo challenge and got the slightly orangish or yellowish red visor. Nice. My visor yeah. is from a bundle. Mr. Moneybags over here. Yeah, well, they when they said that they reduced the prices, I just gave them 20 bucks. I said, here's a reward from me. All right, well, that's enough Halo talk. Uh, Nave, our game for next week, if we're you know doing spoilers, Extraction is out, and we've been playing it. You, want, you got any early thoughts? Uh, it makes me want to play Siege quite a bit. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is it, the game plays exactly like Siege does. So, like, as far as the controls and the weapon, and, like, it's literally a carbon copy. Like, the characters, the weapons, everything's, like, just pasted on, onto this game, which isn't, like, a bad thing, I don't think. But uh, it definitely makes me miss Siege because I play quite a bit of it. And every single rando we talk, we've run into is always talking about Siege and going, this game makes me want to try out Siege and stuff like that. <laughs> just like, I don't know, man. This, <laughs> Siege this is, is pretty tame. Siege, Siege is hard compared to this game. but Well, I mean, this game does have some challenge. Like, I was playing with JP earlier tonight uh, before you got in our party when you were no-lifing Dragon, whatever, Dragon Yakuza. Like, at one point, we were doing a mission. We were on the third tier. We were about to finish it up, and JP went down. And I'm like, Dorn, man, I'm not leaving you behind. And we, I go and I take him, and I, he's all Cheetoed out. I put him in the little drop box, and he, you know, flies away. And I'm like, Are we going? Like, we have a random with us. I'm like, Are we going to finish the mission, or we're we just going to, you know, get out of here? Because our our teammate was at one HP. I was at like twelve. And of course, this is one of those moments where our teammate guided me back to drop off JP's body, and then he turned and ran straight back towards the objective. And JP's like, my God, he's a mad lad. He's going out with one HP. And it was the one where you had to like stand on the pads. So we were like guaranteed to get hit. We made it back into the room. We stepped on the pads. He got hit once and I'm like, nope. And I just picked him up and dragged him back to the, I was able to get him out of there too. And I was able to escape. But that game, while it is easy, it's, we've had some challenging moments. We've died a couple times. We're gone MIA. Yeah, I've only gone in my one other time now, and 
we me and me and JP went to go to Alaska, and apparently that just cranks the difficulty up to the third hardest. We yeah. go to Alaska, and I was just like, I guess I'm gonna play Sledge because this is my only level five. And then JP didn't have a level five, obviously. Obvious, yeah. And then we had a rando who picked a level three, also. So I was like, I don't know about, I don't know if this is gonna work out. And we did the first mission, and the, but when we got to the second one, it was a, the same one you were talking about, where you just stand on the squares. Yeah. And um, we were fighting these dudes that were like shooting grenade launchers at us, and it was a fucking war zone. And it, I ended up doing the the thing that makes JP laugh every time because I have myself revived where I was the last one up, I was last one alive I went down and I self revived and I was like I'm the best in the business I'm fucking, I gave him the rope a dope and then and I got up and instantly went back down because they just fucking were all around me the game's like, good oh. I can't wait for us to do a deep dive into it yeah and with that Navy you ready for our news sure I don't know what it is Boop, 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 boop. Uh, do you know anything about Total War? I, I played it. I played a handful of the games. Well, you know, Total War Warhammer 3 is coming out, right? Warhammer 2. Is it 3? No, 2 is already out. And it was okay. famous for, you know, being a Warhammer game that had two-player co-op through the campaign. Which was, you know, pretty cool for an RTS. Yeah. Get this. On a recent interview of about three days ago, the senior staff member, I don't remember which one it is, but they quoted saying that this game is going to have eight-player simultaneous campaign multiplayer. That is ridiculous. Nice. Well, those games are kind of turn-based. They're not RTSs. Well, I mean, once you get on the battlefield, it's RTS, you know? I mean, yeah, you can. You you have, like... I'm pretty sure you could pause that, too, though. <laughs> like, I don't know how that works in multiplayer, but... Yeah, you can... It should not shouldn't sure. be too hard to like because back in the day, me and Steven and like a couple of other people would play uh, medieval Total War with mods so that you can play multiplayer in on one computer, yeah. like hot seat. And uh, so it doesn't seem like it'd be too hard in a game like that because it's kind of like Civilization mixed with a real time strategy. It is. And they also have created some mini multiplayer campaigns that allow you to finish an eight-player campaign in one evening with your friends instead of fighting for months in a six-month epic. Yeah. Makes it wonder, I'm like... Our problem was. Yeah, this game is on our list. And I'm like, a six-month <laughs> epic for the campaign? Like, I don't know if we can do this full game. Well, that's the thing. If we were going to do it, then we wouldn't... We would simulate every battle. Like, that's just... Yeah. It's the only way to finish it. Goes. Yeah, I mean, it's like trying to beat XCOM. Feels like that takes fucking three months, too. Takes three months out of your life, from stress, at least. These games are so rough. And the dice rolls are just killer. Because it's like 97% chance to hit when they're right in front of you. You're like, I can't lose! Yeah, and then you miss, and then, like, something horrible happens. Or, like, you move a character into a pretty good position, and then it reveals something that's immediately flanking him. And I'm like, alright, well... Goodbye, uh, Captain Captain America, whatever fuck I named your char- that character. <laughs> Which, you know, I haven't played a Total War game since uh, Shogun. And I remember spending seasons in the game just building up battalions to send out just for them to, you know, get their morale crushed and eventually killed just so I could do it again, slowly spreading across the map. And I can see these games taking a very long time. Yeah, I never understood 
the uh, economics of the games. But I mean, if we do one, we might as well deep dive, just try and figure out what the hell to do. I'm yeah. sure there's somebody out there that'll help us too. I mean, that'd be a perfect scenario. Maybe. Um... Well, that was the thing. Cause like back when I played with Steven, Steven was like the fucking, the terror uh, amongst all of us. Like he was so good at them. But it wasn't that he understood the games. It was just that he knew what he needed to do to win. And he just kept doing that. And we just didn't know how to stop it. Yeah. And he knew the meta. Like he like he, like when we would play Civilization Revolution, he would just he would have tanks so fast. Cause he just knew he needed to get tanks. And he didn't care about anything else. Like just only tank. And then and then just conquer everyone. And that's always what happened. All right. Well, that has been the news. Keep your eyes to the skies, co-op partners. Is that a so, Warhammer thing? Yeah, it was just Warhammer. Like, uh, what was the game that had like eight-player co-op? Was it Diablo? Was it a Diablo game? Diablo no? two. Yeah, Diablo two. Was it eight or sixteen? I thought it was like ridiculous for what it was. It it might be sixteen because when I, I when it first came out, I bought it and I joined a random lobby and there was like a ton of people just running around just fucking doing shit yeah see i thought that was insane and seeing it on this scale feels insane to me too that's why i put it in as our little news especially when the previous game in the series was only two-player co-op like any like most games i feel like they usually slim down as they create sequels like they're like all right we need to be more concise in what we make but this is just like letting it all out this was like halo during bungie era where they just kept adding more shit yeah. until halo reach came out with all the shit and then halo 4 came out with none of the shit everyone was upset but it's like dude there's so much shit like you don't understand i feel like that feeds right into our game of the week of forza as being like a uh the continuation of the franchise but before we get there co-op partners at home if you want more great co-op gaming together content please think about supporting us with a monthly donation at our patreon Link is down below. Maybe you maybe it will help me afford medicine. <laughs> There's no medicine for COVID, Navy. You just have to suffer. Oh yeah. Maybe it'll help me afford apples. Apples and oh, yeah. water. Apples, candles. That's all you eat. I literally have caches of candles everywhere. It just smells Candle like cash. sickness in my fucking house, dude. It sucks. It's half your fault, Molly. She Dog just looks care. up at the camera. <laughs> yeah, she's looking over here now. She doesn't care. All right, Nave, what's going on with our Twitter? Uh, my phone's dead, so hold on. Oh, I I got you for you. You can read it if you want. All right, so Nave shouted out into our Twitter sphere and asked, "What if anybody had any strong feelings about the game or about this game? You know, months later after it's been out for a couple seasons, and wait, how long is this game out?" It was, November, oh, it was pretty fresh. Yeah, it's a it's pretty fresh. And asked about, you know, if they had any good memories about cruising down the beach, slamming through the jungles, and how beautiful the game is on the Series X. And we got one reply from I'm not even sure how to say this. At missing no zero zero zero. Yeah, missing no uh, no G, but missing no. Like, you know, the Pokemon. The Pokemon oh, okay. glitch. Missing number? yeah yeah from the original and they said i love the game but it's starting to feel more like the same nothing significant was added great game though like and the volcano yeah i mean the volcano well i don't know we'll get into I it didn't as play we the last cover one, so. yeah once we cover our history with the series 
Is there anything you want to bring up before we hit our break? No. Take a nap. Take a 10-minute nap. And we're back. All right, Nave. The game of the week. Getting right to the meat. The meat. Forza Horizon 5. Released 2021. A racing video game developed by Playground Games and published by Xbox Game Studios. It's the 12th installment in the Forza series and set in Mexico. This is the uh, the side, the arcade spinoff. So this is the extraction to the siege that is Forza Motorsport, right? Yeah, Motorsport is a uh, simulation racer, and uh, these are arcade racers, the Horizon series. So listeners at home, if you're thinking about the, kind of the difference between these two series, it's basically the difference between, I don't know, like more of a Microsoft, Microsoft flight simulator where they have very accurately tuned cars and they're all racing and everything is intensely simulated. Whereas this is, we Ace literally, combat. yeah, we drive up a volcano and leap off as we like go into a hot springs, a splash of water everywhere. All, all at the same time using trademarked or not trademarked, copyrighted vehicles. Yeah, motorsport is like listening to some EDM and just chilling for like two hours. And this game, you're going to be going, woo, a whole lot. You're going to be fucking <laughs> ramping off of ramps, off of mountains and shit. It's, it's, it's pretty exhilarating, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd liken it closer to the, the Burnout Paradise, not necessarily the older Burnouts, but the free roam, I don't even know how to describe it, open world-based racing. Yeah, kind of like a Need for Speed Underground 2 and shit. See, I don't know, I don't it's know weird to describe. Like, games. Yeah, these are these are all racing games. So, as a, as a gamer, I play a, a large variety of genres. Racing is something I generally stay away from, unless it is kart racers. I love me my Kirby Air Rides. I love me my Mario Karts, my CTR, Diddy Kong Racing, all those buddies. You know, super racing. <laughs> Sonic and Sega transformed racing all stars too. Like that's my jam. I have like 60 something hours on, on steam on that one. And that's a, that's a sequel. Don't even ask me about the first game, but this game, I was a little hesitant because I had played the motorsport games back in the day. And I'm like, this game is too serious for me. I'm trash. Like there's racing lines. You got to follow. Uh, I can't, I can't play this. But then dropping into this game, I'm like, oh, this game is literally just meant to be fun. I told told Philip to try this game out. He was definitely not excited. But you, this is one of those games where you can do cloud streaming to play, so you can just test it out like with literal little to no barrier of entry. And after the introduction of the game, which is extravagant to oh, say yeah. the least, it's it's pretty incredible. Uh, he was just like, well, like download it. <laughs> Sign me yeah, up. Let's we're, we're playing this game now. <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, oh damn, he really liked it, huh? Well, okay, so at first it's it has like a cringy level of I don't know, glamour on it, where it's like, yeah, man, you're getting to drive a Ford Bronco ramping through the Mexican jungles while they have EDM music pulsing in the background, and there's a jet plane letting you know guys in gliding squirrel shoots uh, shoots suits fly past you and then there's dirt pike guys going off of ramps and they're like welcome to the horizon festival yeehaw and i'm like all right guys come on i'm, I'm just here to play a game you don't need to convert me 
And then by the end of the game, and I, then it converted you. <laughs> yeah, it converted me. And then I'm like, so when do I get new cars? Like, you know, and it gives me a new car and I'm like, how about like, this one? Right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll drive this car. I'm not a car guy. Like you were calling out specific models or manufacturers. And I'm like, look, I only know what I know from movies or something like that. Like I, I'm not into car makes at all. If you like, if anybody just liked cars a little bit or had a favorite car model, you can drive it in this game. I'm sure this game has, I, I think I looked at it. It's like 516 current models at this point, which There's is a, a lot of cars. We played for like nine hours, maybe, maybe eight hours. Do you think? Yeah. And I think we had like 40, 40 or 45 cars. I think I had out of like three or 400. And each car can have variations on it too. Like your cars can be tuned or tweaked. You can set different front um, tire differentials. I don't know anything about cars. I probably sound like an idiot, but like there's so much fine tuning and I'm bad at this game. Just going to be honest, I'm bad. And I looked up a guide online <laughs> being like, how do I get good at Horizon 5? And they're like, well, you need to get to know your car. Like, it's basically pick your main and focus on tuning it out so it's perfectly controlled. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm not doing that. So instead, we just yeehawed into it. Yeah, you just basically had whatever car I had picked already. One thing that became apparent was that the, so you each car has its own grade. Like, going from D, I think, all the way up to A, and then S1, S2. There's probably an S3. Yeah. Just didn't get that far. But the closer to S that I picked, the harder of a time you had. <laughs> because, <laughs> like you said, you didn't know. Like, the for- the, the driveline, that's straight out of Forza Motorsport. And you need to, like, pay attention to that the faster your car is, the more attention you need to pay to to that line. Because sometimes we would be driving and there'd be like a 90 degree turn coming up and I would just see Philip fly into me. Like it slammed, <laughs> like T-boned the shit out of me at like not 120 miles an hour yeah. as I'm slowly turning around this corner. <laughs> it just causes giant pile up. Well, that was the thing, like listeners at home, if, in case you're not familiar, I don't know what, what, how many other games actually have this, like for Burnout Paradise did not have this feature. It's the, like the, a Gran Turismo has, it's, I think it it's does? from Gran Turismo. Okay. So the driveline is a, a marker on the ground, basically showing your direct course you need to take. And it changes from like faded blue to be like, you're good to basically do whatever to red where it's like, you need to slow down or you are not going to make whatever is coming up. And yeah, well, the way in my head, the way I I translate it, so like when it's uh, green is go, obviously, but when oh, it turns it yellow, yeah, uh, when it okay. turns yellow, I usually just let go of the gas. I just stop push pressing on it until the yellow goes away. And then whenever it's when I see red coming up, I, I hold the gas and I also just kind of pump the brake a little bit, just tap the brake a little bit. And if not enough of that red is going away, then I just straight up just start. I let go of the gas, and just start braking. And I one thing I was trying to tell Philip was like there's a mini map where you could see like the turns that are coming up and I was like pretend you're playing league and like just check that mini map all the time because you've got to know when those big turns are coming up otherwise you're just going to fly off into the jungle like and then you're going to have to restart See honestly my preferred is the Mario Karts where you can memorize a track there's maybe 60 tracks in a game 
and you can just play them over and over again and memorize them. This, you have a Breath of the Wild styled monster map. This map is insanely huge. It's like probably yeah. comparable to, I think the Far Cry maps are really big now, right? Like it yeah. is, it is big monkey bananas big. And like going a hundred and 110 miles an hour from one side to the other takes a long time. Yeah. Like I was looking up like at one point it's all in, um, it uses American metrics. Thank God. Or, you know, you can switch it if you want, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's default America. It's like this, this map point is five miles away. And I, at one point I asked Nate, I'm like, is it really five miles away? As I'm driving <laughs> in a Jeep going, 95 miles down the highway i'm like this is it's gonna take me a minute to get there like this is a this is a long way there's a couple times where you did do the math you're like it's gonna take me at least four more minutes to get there nave hold on <laughs> i'm like okay yeah like this the map is huge like i was very surprised and like as huge it is and how fast you're going it doesn't feel empty or the samey at least not in the parts that i drive or drove yeah, there's so the way that the game is set out is there are a, there are five or six maybe different uh like what are they the they're like stages biomes oh well yeah I know what yeah. you're talking about uh, I forgot what they called them they called them outposts maybe that might be an outpost yeah and so the way that it works is once you get far enough in the game once you like do enough races which is like four, three or four maybe um you get enough experience to open up an outpost or upgrade an outpost but what I, what I did was i just we just opened up each outpost and that's all we did when you open up an outpost it opens up a new type of race so like there's an outpost for street racing and there's an outpost for dirt racing and there's an outpost for cost country you know what i mean and there's um, one for stun jumps too yeah there's one for like what was it i, I think it was called uh pr stunts i think that's what the one that one's for yeah and once you open those up it just dots the it just throws like confetti all these races all across the fucking map again and so every time we did that i just be like oh my god it's like every 10 feet there's another race like it's <laughs> insane well it's like in burnout paradise they had a race at every intersection that was such a cool mechanic i think yeah you would go up to it you would rev your engine and that would start the race like all these other cars would just roll up next to you in this one like they're just all over the place they're scattered across the map even if it's like a dirt trail in the middle of a forest there will be yeah. a, like a, an activity marker on it. And it's like, you're going cross country. Next thing you know, you're ramping past cactuses and glowing up the side of a volcano. Like, it's just fun. Like, I don't even know how to really uh, pinpoint what we what we really did in this game. Like, it was fun just to play the game. Yeah. And the game will, t the, the game, it, like he was saying before, if you're into cars, this game is just, it's porn for you. You're collecting cars like you're collect like people collect Pokemon cards. Like you are constantly unlocking cars. You're constantly like spinning the wheel and getting a Porsche just randomly. You know, like I don't, have you. Did you even try to buy cars in this game? No. Okay. See, I want to bring this up in a whole kind of like contained sandwich. This game is a full-on car PG. Love that joke. But it's a bad joke. I do want a uh, sandwich though. No. <laughs> Yeah. So your car, each car has an experience that you level up just by driving it that earns you more points, earns you more XP towards your total player level. And what does the player level give you? Not really sure. But you can level up until you have like level 147 car driver. And you're like, cool. 
This game has. Yeah, when I got to level twenty, my number turned yellow, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> look at me." So with that, you collect all these cars, but what if there was an in-game currency? Bang, there is. You have car credits or whatever. You can take it to the auction house where you can sell your cars that you've leveled up, or you can buy other people's cars, and you can, you know, kind of trick and trade whatever you want to do. You could catch them all if you really wanted, or you could just find your favorites if you really wanted to drive like only cars by Ford or something like that, or you only want to collect it like the Italian cars. Like you can do that. I did you ever experiment experiment with uh, the the visual customization because. I can't believe I didn't do this because I do this in every Forza game. But most Forza games have a uh, like a creator uh, area where people can like on PC make designs for cars and then just slap it onto the Forza store, and then you can just scroll. Like it's like I have a Dodge Viper. What kind of different uh, decals can I get for this? And just flip through a billion of them, like a hundred anime girls and Power Rangers, and something <laughs> that turns it into a GI Joe car. It's like there's a million of them usually for every single car. Like that's a huge thing in Forza Motorsport. Like if you look at my screenshots on my Xbox account for Forza Motorsport, it's just a bunch of the most outrageous anime car, anime girl cars that I'm just oh, driving God. around now because I think it's the funniest fucking thing to have this. <laughs> To have this Ferrari and an anime with anime girls all over it, it's fucking awesome. Cringe, bro. I didn't. I ne- I never checked it out, so that's kind of interesting. Well, to bring up community creations, you can create your own races in this. Like, since it's an open world map, you can drop points. I think you can even forge style drop props into the map that like players have to drive around or though they crash through or whatever. Because whenever we would select certain map starting points. I don't know if you noticed, but on the side, there were like other selections. They're like, hey, here's a community creation for this area. Are you interested in trying it out? And you can be like, no, I just want to do the normal story mode, you know, map, yeah, the, or you can do them. The one time I saw that, I was like, it was like a, it was like Jeep Madness or whatever. And I was like reading it and like looking at the map. And I was like, I don't know. And I just went back to the original. Yeah, it's like, I don't have time to check all the details out. But there seems to be an active creating community. I don't know how in-depth this system was because we were a little short on our playthrough, but that's really, like, I like to see that in my games, for them to involve more than the players, because in games where, like, someone might not be the best driver, but they can still make cool races or cool maps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it's an, kind of another the same way to play. thing with, it's kind of the same thing with the designs, the, the decal designs. Because it's more than just, like, putting together squares and circles and stuff. You can, like, legit slap, like, put JPEGs and shit in there, too. Yeah. It's really cool. Which, to go along with uh, the more car role-playing game, you get loot drops when you level up. That's it. You get to spin the wheel, and you either get, like, credits or you get a new car. And then, eventually, you will start getting duplicate cars. Like, I had, I think, two duplicates. You can then take that and create barn cars or was it called barn finds yeah barn find yeah and you can put that car in a barn and then you can say what kind of player you want to find it and then just randomly later on in someone else's game they will get a barn rumor and they can have a chance to find this car that you just gave away to them the way that you specify what character you want to find it's like do you want new players experienced players community creators you know what i mean it's like there's a couple of uh options there 
Of course, I sent. I had this one really shitty one-seat car that was basically oh, yeah. like a golf cart. And I was trying that one night. I was tr- when we were playing together, and all of a sudden we couldn't connect anymore. I was trying to get you to get in my lobby so that you could see my car that goes like zero to fifteen in like thirty seconds. <laughs> it's awful, but that's what I put in a barn somewhere. Someone's gonna get that tiny little fucking thing. Maybe you'll get a message in the future that says like, "Thank you, Guns vs. Yeah, Kittens." You can leave it anonymously, or you can leave your gamer tag or your name in the game. And I definitely left my gamer tag there, just expecting <laughs> to get a message at some point. That's really cool. That's kind of like the um, the mystery gift feature in Pokemon, or not mystery gift, Mister Wonder Trade. Is that what it's called? Wonder where you can Trade, just send yeah. a Pokemon in the space, and you'll get it some of them back. Yeah. Whenever I stopped playing uh, Pokemon X, I think I definitely just fucking dumped all of my Pokemon into the Wonder Trade. So a bunch of people probably got super stoked because I I had some shinies and I had some Pokemon from uh from uh like going to GameStop and like all of my yeah, po- like all of my ones. shinies were event Pokemon like I never I've never seen a shiny Pokemon in my entire life like in the wild but uh I don't play Pokemon like that anyways but yeah like I I, I felt really good like I was like there's probably a kid who has been trading Weedles and shit just hoping to get something good and finally he just got a fucking shiny greninja and he's That's pissing cool. his pants or he already had a shiny greninja from the event the same event i got mine at so it's like yeah, whatever. it's possible then yeah, he can just matter. put it back into the thing and send it out again there's no way he kept it oh, okay. little <laughs> these kid, little kids this head cannon kid in my head you know i've I only caught one shiny and or seen one shiny in the wild and caught it and it was um oh what is it called you know, the, back in, I think it was like Sapphire, there was there's these two bugs that are music bugs. One's like purple and one's blue. You know what I'm talking I about? I remember them. You gotta I remember know this the, the, the Pulsey and the Minon. No, it wasn't two. that one. But those are the Pikachu dudes. Hold on, I gotta find this. It is a Illuminese. You don't know that one? Yeah, it's really no. lame. But it's the one shiny I caught. And I will not remember its name because it is so lame. That's fucking hilarious. Anyways, car game. Car game, yep. So did you play any of the other online modes? Well, actually, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's talk about how we played a co-op because it's like, ah, you're racing. Is that even really co-op? There is, in fact, a co-op mode in this game. Yeah, it turns the game. It turns each race into a team match between the two everybody inside the convoy versus all of the AIs that are Drivatars. It's pretty fucking sick, actually. Yeah, it's really cool to be able to race cooperatively because, of course, you know, there's only one number one, but in some of the harder races where Nate finished, like, second and I finished fourth, even though we weren't number one, because both of us scored higher than most of the AI, we still got the win. Yeah, they had some kind of, like, score system where um for every person you passed your your score at the end of the race got a hundred extra points and then for every person that you didn't pass the enemy team got a hundred points so it's like if i got first place it doesn't matter what philip got because or you know or vice versa philip got first place it doesn't matter what what spot i got in because uh just simply passing everybody is enough points to give us the victory yeah but where it all comes together is like he said if like phillips in third place and i ended up in seventh because i fucking missed a checkpoint 
then there's a possibility that our points together would add up and be more than the enemies, whatever. Can't remember what I'm talking about. Which <coughs> could create an interesting mechanic because I remember one race specifically where I totally goofed a turn and basically T-boned myself sideways <laughs> and blocked off about eight racers behind you. And so you were able to like keep going because like you crashed into me and then got away. Everyone else got in a huge pile up. And there was basically two sets of racers at that point, me and seven AI, and then you and the other like three people that were already in the lead. <laughs> it's fucking like, stupid. Is this cheating? I can't tell. Oh, that's the yeah. other thing is like they try to avoid pileups. So that anytime you get into a wreck, they will turn you into a ghost for a second so that you can get back in place and no one will get messed up by you. So they can like, I don't know, keep their time or something. But there's so many moments too where I do not slow down at all for a turn. And I just eat it right into a wall, almost head on. And it turns me into a ghost for a second. And I'm like, ooh, I died back there. Literally died. I was going 180 miles an hour in this supercar and did not turn and just head first into a wall. Which the, One of the great things about the game as well is that, um, like before we were talking about how every car has its own grade. Well, inside of that grade, there is a lot of variance. Like, so if you're at a car, then that means your car is graded at, like, like 800 to 900 or something like that. Yeah. And so you can have 801 and be an A and then race against people who are 899 in A. So their car is, like, significantly better than yours, but it's still in the same grade. But the cool thing about that is that whenever you pick your car before you go into the match, um, the game sets all of the AI's cars around your own level so that you're not racing against s2s and you're in a dune buggy you know what i mean if you pick a dune buggy it's probably like a c-class then you're racing against like dune buggies and and semi trucks yeah yeah a bunch of it crazy really lets you cars. play the way you want to play like if you have a favorite car once again we go back to car lovers like if you have a favorite car and you're like i only want to drive this supra or whatever you're only going to fight cars generally around that weight class or if you're like i only want to drive the dune buggy or whatever you're only going to fight cars in that weight class yeah because we when we were racing i i learned that i am a fucking badass in a rally car like i don't know why but i was like going getting first place in every race in the in the rally and we did a street race and i was like i specifically because in street races they're all at night they're all on the pavement and I was specifically like, well, they're most of them. The game will recommend you cars too out of your garage, and um, all of the cars that it always recommends were like sports cars or like luxury cars, like Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff, Dodge Vipers. And I was like, I wonder if I what would happen if I just picked this this rally car, this derpy little waiting. rally car with like yeah. monster energy drink plastered on the side of it. Yeah, and uh, I it let me, and then it changed all of our everyone's cars too there were still a bunch of like luxury cars but they were all like slower luxury cars and uh like there was even an 18 wheeler in our race like for some <laughs> reason and philip was like there's an eight there's an 18 wheeler right next to me i was like what and i'm like try to look around and find it yeah see this game it it loves cars obviously and it doesn't let like the realism get in the way of the fun it's literally like you can have wacky races like that if you want. You can just go in and pulling any time, any type of car, any type of race. You're 
driving through rivers, you're driving through like the Mexican streets, going down canals and stuff like that. Well, all the while, it's fun. See my dog? Yeah, your dog's going weird back there. Thought you were getting assassinated for a second. She's being really loud. Oh, well. All right. So, did you play any of the other online modes? No. Well, Nave, I played them all. So, this game, as I was saying, it is not taking itself too seriously. It has a capture the flag, battle royale, and car soccer mode. Oh, I saw. I found the soccer field. That you can. There is a soccer field where that you can find in the map, and like there's a soccer ball in the middle of it that you can knock around. Yeah, a giant soccer ball. Yeah. But what really hooked me was the battle royale mode. So I'm not a big battle royale guy, but this one just kind of tickled me. Because it has the same normal features of Battle Royales. Everyone's dropped into a map. Circle is getting smaller. And you need to find loot. In this case, you find upgraded cars because you start in a Volkswagen Beetle. Because they call that, like, I guess that's your lowest level is the Beetle. Then you find new cars. You get upgrades. If you find another player, you'll honk at him. And then he'll honk back at you. And then they will just drop a marker on the map in the circle sometime. And they said, first person that gets here wins. You make it there, your car automatically levels up. And the other guy, he just dies. He just blows up. He's done. And I played about three rounds of that. And I never won. The highest I got was like 24 out of 72. But that was just through luck. And yeah, pretty good. I recommend. Yeah, he tried. Whenever we were playing last night, you you tried to get me to start one. And I just wanted to beat the... I just wanted to get all of the outposts. Just so that I can see what all of the races were like. Oh, uh, yeah. We kept lagging out at the last outpost for some reason. Oh, yeah, the volcano crash. I put that in the notes. Because we did this mission, what, four times? Yeah, four times. So the we crashed three times, right? And then the fourth... So the it, we cr- it was the third time that we weren't going to crash, but I disconnected from inactivity because I was texting on my phone. While driving. Well, no, I was sitting driving. still. Yeah, <laughs> I was being responsible adult, and uh, the game punished me for it and kicked Philip out of my match. And then he had to restart because I don't know why it froze his game up. That volcano is cursed, and yeah. we never got around to beating it. But now that's kind of the bad. Oh well, kind of. We also lost like two days of gameplay because, like, I I don't know, like. We tried multiple different ways of playing, and they all kind of worked at some points, and then sometimes it just didn't work. Like, I played with Nave on the cloud for a while. I played with him from the PC version doing crossplay, and we did that for a while. And I played with him just on my Xbox downstairs. But each one suffered drops at some point where it just decided we couldn't connect to each other anymore. I don't know if that's yeah, it was very weird. an hour internet problem or if the game was just glitched in some points, but... We lost a two about two days of playing from that, but we played Siege instead, so it's okay. Uh, extraction. Yeah, okay. I keep calling it Siege because anytime I see Rainbow Six, I think Siege, even though I've only played now one match of Siege against you know bots with you. That makes me think of like when Siege first came out. I was constantly calling it Vegas. <laughs> They're like, man, you I fucking love nothing man, like I'm, Vegas. I'm, I suck at Vegas, and they're like, what? Like, because that those games are so old that people who were playing Siege when the game first came out, like a lot of them just don't know what Rainbow Six Vegas is. So well, it's you know, like, 
what the fuck am I even talking about? It's funny when people talk about Far Cry, and I'm like, yeah, man, Predator was my favorite. And they're like, what's Predator? And I'm like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't play Far Cry Predator? And they're like, is that like Blood Dragon? I'm like, no, man. It was back, back before Far Cry 2. Yeah, it was fucking the Crisis Engine, bro. Yeah, back when your character would literally turn into a wolverine run through the grass and then leap with like superman you know spider-man jumps just flying across the map punch a boat that would fly off a cliff he could then jump in the boat and like ride it down like a like off the mountain to ramp off into the ocean like that game was sick yeah that game is like prototype a little bit wasn't it yeah it was i mean it was good well wasn't that the whole thing was like far cry was supposed to show what a big open world could be for first person shooters like back in the day it was like a more of a tech demo than a game yeah i don't remember that was your you and steven's fucking game like i every time you sat me down and forced me to play far cry with you guys i'd always be pissed off <laughs> like you guys because well you just want to play would, halo yeah i would just want to play halo and you're like no dude far cry has a forge mode too man and i'm just <laughs> like god <laughs> that but forge mode was so bad yeah like you guys would make some shit and i would always just be in eating glue somewhere just sad <laughs> just fucking make dropping guns and shooting them at trees just like yeah this is kind of like halo isn't it god that game doesn't get enough credit <laughs> maybe if i grew up with it I, it would have been better but it was fun what's funny is i was playing uh i was playing time splitters and i fuck i goofed around with the multiplayer and i was just like Dude, I can't believe Philip didn't fucking love this game. <laughs> like, the multiplayer is, like, so off the fucking chain, dude. Well, no, I remember the multiplayer. Like, doesn't that game has a Forge mode, too, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> like, Maybe remember, the second one. I remember making maps and stuff, but the maps were all, um, I don't know, uh, modular. So, like, it had to have, like, everything was in squares. But you could tune the lights to certain... um like de- like degrees of light or whatever. I don't want to describe it. Like the color wheel. You could do the color wheel on the lights. So you can have like weird neon rooms and you can alter the brightness of each room. So some rooms is just, you can't even see anything because it's barely blue. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like a million guns and a million characters you can play. I miss games like that, man. Yeah, which I don't see. That's what I'm saying. Like this game gets it like. In, a, in the earlier comment we read, they stated that there was nothing new. And yeah, I could see why, like, I didn't play the other ones. But this game seems like the, the Smash Bros of car games. Everyone's here. A new challenger approaches. And you look over and say, semi-truck. And be like, cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the last one that I played was on the 360. It was the last Forza Horizon on the 360. And... I played it through backwards compatibility. I think it was a games for gold, and that's how I ended up playing it. But I don't know. I really liked that game as well, but it was nothing like this. And I think it's just because of how far technology has advanced. It's like playing, it's like going back and playing Time Splitters, just looking at everything, and then popping in Call of Duty Vanguard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just seeing how everything has changed on the surface, and even mechanically, because I mean, Time Splitters doesn't play very good. You know, I'm dying quite often because of the, how floaty the aiming is in that game. But I still am really enjoying my time with it. And I'm pretty sure I wouldn't enjoy my time with Vanguard, to be completely honest. 
which did we we talked about the the activision thing right yeah we did that last week that was our news of the week yeah it feels weird because we did it on on like friday didn't we no we did it thursday night so it's been three days yeah great i'm still sick guys oh i don't (laughs) know if you can tell or not all right, so we covered how we played the online modes, the car RPG. Now, Nave, what I knew this game was like had more to show was whenever we went to one of the story missions and we completed a race and they said, you need to get over here in time for the festival to start. And that was like the whole point. It's like, you just need to drive over here. We drive over there and they're like, great, you're here. And then they show a giant forza horizon float and then i'm like we better get to drive that and then the next scene we are driving the float in a parade with just us but there's two of us with the same float it's just yeah. like, this is a saint row level stupid that i was waiting for where like we can then crash the floats into each other and they're these floats are bigger than a house they're so big yeah and we're driving them at like four miles an hour and then at the at the end we get to like a little roundabout and then it fades to black and then when it fades back in we are driving these floats at 80 miles an hour <laughs> down the fucking mountain. jungle streets dude. yeah and, and, and you are hauling ass in this float. You're going so fast <laughs> it's so stupid i think the first thing philip did was crash into a bunch of trees yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to control and then like once we get around there's like a curve that takes you around the mountain because you're like whoa i almost went off the cliff pretty much and then they're like hey right ahead is the canyon jump and then you're that your in-game character goes canyon jump and then <laughs> looks at the camera winks and then we go around the corner and there's a huge ramp going off into space and it's like well i guess we're taking the canyon jump god this game Is my dog just then yeah, she's uh talking to the ghost. Dude, I don't even fuck around because she literally stared into my hallway, went a woo and then ran <laughs> into the hallway, like away from me. Oh no. Barking at something else. Or like Go check for uh intruders. A-woo-ing. Wait, do you have any vents in the back room? Any vents? Yeah, dead space. Like it's a fuck like it <laughs> I was gonna say like it's a splinter cell. <laughs> God, we need to do Double Agent at some point. Is Double Agent co-op? Oh, no, the... That's the second one. Yeah, that was the Isn't one it? with... You don't play as... Um... Yeah, you play as Secret Agent Mark and Special Agent Steve. No, is that, that can't be true. That's that's from the Machinima thing, right? Yeah, that's from the that's from the G4 thing, actually. That's from way back in the day. I don't know if anyone remembers that. But I used yeah, to live that's a callback. Alright, yeah. any, anyways... Enough Splinter Cell talk. I think they're making a new one anyways. Which, yeah. Who, who does those games? Is that Microsoft? No, it's uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft? Okay. So maybe it'll be an open world game. I don't know. I oh, think they're saying so it's weird. not going to be. I think they're trying to literally just remake the first game. They just need to make it like Hitman. Like, the, like I really no. like Hitman too. No, I think Splinter Cell needs to be serious. Well, no, because Splinter Cell's kind of stupid, isn't it? <laughs> but he's a little serious, though. Yeah, There's like an undertone spy. of seriousness, always. You're like a sneaky spy, dude, but you're also like a monster that can snap people's necks and like beat them in hand combat. But you're crawling through vents. Like, it, it gives me the Metal Gear Solid problem, where like Snake is like this ultimate, you know, 
killer assassin soldier, but he looks like a Terminator, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. It, like, it's weird. It's weird for me for them to be stealthy, but then also be pro wrestlers at the same time. Dude, I've been watching, uh, I've been watching Moist Critical play uh, one of the WWE games, but he's not playing. He's just letting the AI play. And I don't know where he got these like custom characters. I don't know if he downloaded them off the internet or that they, Hold on, I think I need to find this. But it's so funny the the names like Doctor Sad, and he's a giant blue anorexic man <laughs> with no hair, <laughs> and he just looks like a. <laughs> Let me see. But well, Doctor I mean, Sad was my favorite. <laughs> That's why I, I think there is like a marketplace where you can share characters because uh, I saw one post the other day that was like, "Look who's most downloaded," and it, it was Goku during the day or something like that i'm like of course <laughs> they, someone made goku but like he was doing like well, like a, a four-man battle royale and then like an eight-man battle royale and like a hell in the cell just he kept changing it and he's like he's like oh my god it's optimus prime as optimus prime's coming down the- <laughs> everyone's here <laughs> yeah let me see this guy's name this guy's name is beef testosterone <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he made these or not, or if he made them on stream, you know, with people saying what they wanted them to do. Well, I mean, Robots used name? to do that. Like, he used to just make wrestling characters. And it, half of his stream would just be him in the character creation screen. This guy is Captain Pronin. I rem- he's like some kind of USSR guy. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It's Cowman. <laughs> and it's just a cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are great. Love pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> I just sat there and watched this for like 40 minutes, just watching these AI fight each other. <laughs> just being invested in Dr. Sad. <laughs> God. All right. Is there any uh, more discussion points you want to hit on? No, I kind of just want a sandwich. I've been thinking about that sandwich. All right. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with our final words. Boom, 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 boom. This guy's name is Mr. Fetishimo, <laughs> and he's in, he's just a gimp. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Any other classics? Like, click on that, just click on that video and just click, like, to the nine-minute mark, ten-minute mark. Just look how ridiculous this looks. <laughs> oh, it's Optimus Prime! Yeah! <laughs> you see oh, is that, is that Piccolo? No. No, it's not. It's Martian Manhunter. <laughs> No, it, it's I don't know what his name is. It's something stupid. Orvark the Conqueror. Yeah, Orvark the Conqueror. That's it. Who else we got in here? There's Tricks the Rabbit. Oh God, these guys look terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, is that um, <laughs> is, is that the Watchman guy? Doctor Sad. I think that's who it's supposed to be, but they named him Doctor Sad. Well, I mean that is what. Is... Are you listening to the TV yeah. to the, that video itself? <laughs> He's never fought the sickle and hammer. I could just watch this forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Professor Sad. <laughs> oh, is it Professor Sad? I'm just wrong. That's what he called him. Oh, that guy's supposed to be a cow? Yeah, it's Cowman. All right, we need to stop watching this. And we're back. All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> do you want me to go ahead with my final words, or uh, do you want to take this one? You can go. Okay. Forza Horizon 5. 
a game about oh you didn't talk about how you were playing the wrong game for like an entire day okay yeah real quick callback uh at one point i went to install on my xbox downstairs because we were having so many technical issues i'm like i gotta get back to basics so i went to my games and i think i have the games for gold or something of horizon 4 which i probably had just played for like two minutes and put down and so i logged in and it just resumed my racing or whatever and i was just cruising and I'm like, this game looks weird. The UI is all funny. This doesn't make sense. And uh, what else is going on? This is kind of strange. The um, the Mexico doesn't look very Mexico. In fact, there's like <laughs> pine trees and great lakes. Then I realized I was playing Horizons, you know, four instead of five. So yeah, uh, step one, play the right game. So Horizon five, this game is like. Just getting all of the little Hot Wheels cars, like from all the boxes in Walmart, just ripping up all the containers and just pouring them out on the ground and just grabbing whichever you want and just cruising them and crashing them into each other. It is so much fun. Now, I will probably not complete this game. This looks like the kind of game that you would have to be a car lover to complete. Honestly, I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep it installed because I think I might just want to get in cruise for a little bit because it's it feels good to play. It's got good controller feel game feel i don't even know how to describe it the game kinesthetics are fun to play like that feeling you get just by like bouncing a basketball or something like that or dribbling like that little bit of feedback feels good to play so when i'm driving these cars even though i'm not good literally while i was playing it by myself just just playing waiting for nade login or something i completed another race and i got like six or something like that and of course, the uh, the voice, I don't remember her name. Is it Anna or something? The voice comes I on. I think it like, is Anna, yeah. Yeah. She's like, Philip, you have lost several races in a row. Would you like to lower the difficulty? And I'm like, no, I will not lower the difficulty. <laughs> because of course, I'm... we didn't bring up. But what? the game reads your Xbox account. And if you put your real name on there and it's in a list of the names that uh, it has, which is huge. It's a huge database. of. It even has Phil and Philip. So yeah, whichever one he preferred, but uh, it will say your name over and over again all the time. It'll remind you. It'll either say your name or it'll say superstar, which is like the most generic thing ever. Yeah. Like, I think if you don't have it, it says superstar because uh, like the whole story of the game is that you're an awesome racer from all the other games, just continuing on on your immortal vampire life of driving cars and you just come into the Horizon Festival. I mean, right. uh, Fallout 4 did that, but they didn't read your Xbox account. They just, if you named your character like Philip, it would, uh, there was a, what is it, Wattsworth? There's yeah, a robot. The robot. Uh, that will say your name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So Fallout. this game is fun. The graphics are great, even on the old systems. Like, I could tell that like there were some textures that looked bad, but I was looked up game footage from the Series X and from like PC, Series X, any of these higher ends, the graphics are just ridiculous in this game. Like for them to make a world that looks this good, we talked about these are the same guys that are gonna be developing the next fable. Like I don't even know what that's gonna look like if this is what their artists can put out now. So it'll probably be beautiful. Yeah, it's got to be. The, <laughs> the gameplay is great. The game is just beautiful to play and watch. And it just 
feels fun. And like, what have we played recently? Like, I can't remember, like Aliens Firestorm Hotel or whatever it was called. Like that game. Yeah, it looked pretty good, but it wasn't fun to play. This game looks good. It's fun to play. And I don't even like cars that much. But you find anybody that's into cars a little bit and they will fall in love with this game. That's pretty much it. I, I recommend anybody download it. Give it a shot. <laughs> if you don't like cars, then no, just move on. All right, Nate. I'm just looking up. I'm just I'm just watching a video of uh, all of <laughs> just some funny words you can have Codsworth say in uh, in Fallout 4. Oh, yeah, give me the gold. Well, I'm only like a a minute in, but um, he, he can call you Mr. Booby, <laughs> Mr. Fuck. What was another funny one? Mr. Erectus. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Erectus. <laughs> it's fucking pretty awesome. Do you think they have a computer that will, like, do you think they literally recorded each one, or how do you think they did it? Mr. Orgasmo. <laughs> what? I, th- I think he had to say the line. <laughs> Alright, Nate, talk about funny. talk about car game. Uh, okay, so Forza Horizon 5 is one of the most beautiful games I've ever, like, laid eyes on. That was one of the sticking points in E3 when they were showing this game off. It's, like, photo, photo realistic technology that they used. Like, a lot of the places that you're racing in are just real-world locations, just kind of, like, vacuum-sealed and, like, pushed together rather than as... Because I think they just have, like, a million places that they took photos at uh for reference in mexico like they basically just had a year-long vacation and it's it it really helps like so many times before races like i would load in and just be sitting there staring at the pavement and the sun reflecting off of the texture of the of the of the street and i'm just like i don't understand how games can look this good like it always tickles that part of my brain where i'm where i'm a child sitting in front of my CRT playing Turok, you know, and just thinking, wow, this is what dinosaurs looked like, huh? You know what <laughs> oh I mean? Oh my god. Can't believe <laughs> and, you just said that. But it's that's exactly what happens in my brain is I think of like those moments and it's like playing Goldeneye or Perfect Dark and you're just like, look, they have faces. I remember Max Payne and like how revolutionary his face was. Like it was just a a, a jpeg of somebody's face just stretched over a fucking model and it looked it looked okay it still looks okay but it's like wow that's real life you know what i mean yeah and it's like looking through a window somehow forza horizon 5 looks better than real life like everything just has so much vibrant colors maybe this is just what the outside world looks like and i've just been inside for so long but I can smell the photosynthesis when I'm driving through the jungle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. Everything looks amazing on the Series S, on the Series X especially. And even driving at a million miles an hour, going through the desert, everything just looks so good. And that's mostly what I... I mean, the game itself, like Philip was saying, also the game plays really, really crisply. Like, this game is the destiny, is the halo of fucking driving games like i don't i don't know how you can feel better than forza horizon and i'm a big fan of forza motorsport as well but i would much rather play like 
the way that I would differentiate them is I would play Forza Horizon to experience fun or joy, and I would play Forza Motorsport to experience accomplishment and like chipping away, you know, because those games go these Horizon games you're supposed to play for a very long time, especially Motorsport, even more so because like you're just slowly beating each race. You're just getting licenses and you're just acquiring money so that you can get better cars. And there's just so much content to sink your teeth into, even though basically it's all just race good. My light just died. Oh, no. But um, the ghost. Yeah, man. Forza Forza Horizon 5 is is fantastic. It's probably the best racing game I've ever played even considering all of my favorites like burnout burnout paradise and stuff need for speed underground 2 all of that classic shit if i went back to them i would probably just besides the soundtrack just be longing for forza horizon 5 again and it probably is going to stay downloaded on my xbox for a while because i also just want to drive around mexico well you know it's funny like you bring up these older games and <laughs> makes me wonder how much can be almost recreated in this engine with like I know this game doesn't really support mods but with the in-game race creator like how much could you like replicate in this game yeah I don't know I wish we messed around with it but we didn't have too much time yeah well alright Nave. It's only been like three days since we last recorded our episode, so I don't have any mail or feedback. Do you have anything? Doesn't look like it. Oh, no. Co-op listeners at home. Write in. Give us some feedback. We'll read it out. So, Nave, what are we playing? What kind of sandwich I should get? Yeah, what kind of sandwich does Nave need to eat? Who's the best? the, The best type of sandwich to cure the coronavirus. I don't think there's a sandwich for that. Are you sure? Yeah. What about the sandwich from Team Fortress 2? Alright, that might work. That? <laughs> the sandwich. New so new and improved ed- edible device. <laughs> Next week, Nave, we're playing Extraction. We're currently playing Extraction. Yeah. I mean, that could be something for people to write in about. You know, like, what? who's your favorite operative? What What do you think their favorite sandwich is? <clears throat> Which... those, CS, those CS guys are playing uh, Stardew Valley. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. What are the odds? I don't know why I brought that up. I just saw it on Twitter earlier today. You can go on with whatever you're about to say. I think we just need to end it. I think we're falling off. So thanks for joining us today, co-op partners. Maybe we can go ride some cars together next time. And enjoy your health while it lasts, dear listener. Oh, yeah. Don't forget tax day. Hold on to it. Tax day? Yeah. Have you prepared your taxes, Nate? <laughs> No, I prob- they probably have sent them to me already. Dude, my fucking shits, I do TurboTax, and I set, I, I, all I do is I go, I click on, it's like, what job do you have? I go, mailman, and then it's like, put your EIN in, and I went, here you go, and it's like, we're done, and I'm like, yes, and I just fucking leave. <laughs> it's the best, dude. That single Thank mailman you. life? Fuck yeah, dude. I used, well, back when I did Maddie's taxes, I used to fucking do everything. But back when I did Maddie's taxes, I would just suffer through her shit because she would never have all the information, even though we'd done it like 
seven times prior <laughs> i had done her taxes and i'm like this is what i need and she's i'm like what is this i need this info and then she doesn't know and i'm just like well i can't just say i don't know <laughs> it's, it's the fucking well, god you know, damn it it's funny you bring that up because Jana actually handles our taxes and every time she's like, hey, I need these forms. And I'm always like, all right, I'll get them. Weeks <laughs> go by. And then she's like, I just need you to get these forms so I can fill this out. And You're I'm like, but I figured since you were in the government that you you just fucking fast track your taxes, too. Well, yeah, but I need like I also attend college classes, so I need my oh, you need tax like documents credits. from there. Yeah, uh, there's. And then we also have like we put in for retirement savings, so we have to get that one too if we need it. I'm not really sure. I don't know how taxes work. I don't really either. Look, my, I'm 28 years my... old. I don't know how taxes work. Yeah, not really. I've just been doing turbo. I've been doing TurboTax since I was 18, and I just do what it tells me. And every year I get like a thousand to twelve hundred bucks back, and I'm like, sick. I love the government. Right. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's working. Seems seems correct. I All actually right. don't know how much I've been getting back recently. I think I've only been getting like back like three or four hundred dollars actually because I've been making too much. Actually, that means I'm making the correct amount, yeah. or like I'm I'm putting it the correct amount of taxes in, rather than or something. I don't know. Something's happening. What's the saying? Like taxation is theft. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. <laughs> is that, I was representation without taxation or something i don't remember Do you feel representative i, I think we're talking is about this turning into things. a political podcast are we becoming um are, yeah are you the libertarian and yeah, i'm just we're a... <laughs> anti-government all of a sudden gaming together yeah. brothers yeah we fucking tricked you yeah a, a year later we showed our true colors God. i don't that'd know be such, a, be such a turn just turn it into a political podcast. We're done with this. This is boring. You know, it's funny because like there's so many podcasts out there and I listen to so many for like cross promotion, just like giving them a shot and I'll find one that's like super <laughs> political propaganda, like either <laughs> one way or the other. And I'll listen. I'm like partners. These, do these seem like good partners for us. Like I can't tell. <laughs> and then I'll look at them and I like, like, I don't agree with a lot of things they're saying or I do, but I don't know. I don't know it's, it's just weird. Write in if you think we should side with one political party or the other. I'm willing to <laughs> what sell do you want out. Our endorsements. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I some of my favorite podcasts. They are just like they just have apolitical humor, even though they do fall usually on the liberal side of things because most creative people do. And it is some of the like, man, how far are you in uh, Dungeons and Daddies? Same. I have not listened to any more. God damn it, dude. There is some funny fucking shit that comes out of, like they one of the characters starts getting into conspiracies and shit it's fucking awesome dude it's so funny and everyone is like yep he is the le he is the worst dad by far i'm gonna <laughs> he has disadvantage on all roles for the next three episodes i guess because i'm fucking sick of him god it's so funny all right are we still recording oh yeah we are all right wait are, are we ending this thanks for joining us call partners Bye.